All right, good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Stephen Ifeolua Hawuyemi, and it's about the time we learned something new in our Monday mental fitness, team mental fitness. You know, and today we're talking about effective communication, the two-way channel. Uh, the content we have here, you know, quite a number, but I'm sure in 20 minutes we should be able to deal with this. Alright, so I'll start by talking about the fact about communication. I want to give you about five facts about communication. And the first one is that communication is the bedrock of all relationships. Religious, family, marital, corporate, government, communication is the bedrock of every relationship. For any relationship to succeed, your communication must be intact. Number two is that conflict thrives wherever there is a communication breakdown. If you find any environment where communication is not, you know, being properly carried out, conflict thrives in such environments. The third one is that the quality of life is greatly determined by the quality of your communication. So if you can do so well to communicate effectively, it will improve the quality of your life powerfully. Number four is that communication is the highest form of intimacy. Communication is the highest form of intimacy. Number five, research has shown that we spend 75% of our time communicating and interacting with other people. So our effectiveness as a people is determined by the ability to encode the message and decode the message received. Research has shown that in our workplace, in our marriages, in our religious environment, we spend 75% of our time interacting with people. And our success in this environment is determined by our ability to send messages to people and to understand what messages we get as a feedback. So what's the definition of communication? Communication is derived from the Latin word com communist, which means to make common. Communication, therefore, is the exchange of thoughts, messages, by way of speech, signals, and writing. In other words, communication is a process of passing information from one person to another. So when is communication said to be effective? Effective communication is how you convey a message so that it is received and understood by someone just as intended. It is more than just exchanging information. It involves understanding the emotions and the intentions behind the message. So we're saying that communication, you know, we've talked about definition, derived from the Latin word communis, you know, to make common. But communication can be you know, said to be effective when you have you know, sent messages out, when you've sent information out, pieces of information out and then you get a feedback and then you understand what you have sent to the person. So it is effective when you have sent messages out and at the same time you get messages back in return and you have a full understanding of what has been sent to you. You know, you understand the emotions, you understand the intentions behind the messaging. There are elements of effective communication. There are three. Words, the tone of your voice and body language. The words account for 7% of your message. And that is why they say in speaking, people will forget most of what you say, but they will remember how you said it. You know, if you're talking about communication, and we're talking about three different elements of communi effective communication. The words, which is verbal, the tone of your voice, which is non-verbal, and your body language is non-verbal. The words account for 7% only. It means that in communication, what you say is not the most important. It accounts for just 7% of everything that you are saying to people. And that's like I stated there. People forget what you say really, but they, they kind of remember the way you said it. 
Also, the tone of your voice, you know, it's very, very vital in communication. The mere tone of your voice accounts for 38% of your message. And if you're on the phone, it accounts for almost 80% of your message or even more. So we're saying that in communication as well, your tone is very, very important. You know, the way you say, I love you. I love you. There are two different things. All right? You know, and research has shown that ladies understand tone more than, you know, than the male, the male counterparts. You know, so when you are talking to a lady, a lady can read whatever you're saying, you know, from the tone of your conversation, you know, than what you have said in your words. It accounts for 38%. But when you are talking on the phone, it accounts for more than 80% because the person is not seeing you, right? He's only hearing your words. The person can react to your tone. And that's why the customer care of every organization, you are being trained, you know, to master the tone in which you speak to people. Because your tone goes a long way to tell, you know, someone, if you are listening, yeah, if you're rude, if you're fine, whatever the person is saying, you know, or not. And the final part is body language. Your facial expression, you know, your gesticulation goes a long way to talk about, you know, how effective your communication is. And that accounts for 55% of communication. 55. So we are saying that it's not just about words, it's not just about tone. Yeah, your tone can take over the communication if it's in phone conversations where you are not being seen. You know, but when it comes to a, a, a situation whereby you are here and you are being seen, your body language matters more. And I learned something from Dr. Amy, you know, online, that there's something they call power pose. You know, that when you stand like this and when you are listening to someone in this position, it shows that you are confident of yourself and you know you can relate well with what the person is saying. You know, there's in the age we are in, we are so distracted when people talk to us. You know, a lot of people will be talking, talking to us and then we are pressing our phone. That's not the best way. You know, you know, you can even take this post. Some of us now, while I'm teaching or while I'm lecturing right now, we can do like this. That's not the best post, you know, for you to receive or to, or to decode a message. She said something about this. You know, and I was in a training, you know, in a saying some, some days back. And we had whites, you know, teaching us from Netherlands, from US, from South Africa about dairy farming. And I realized that when the white man was talking to me, you know, naturally, I don't know, this inferiority complex just comes in when the white man is talking to a black man. So I just did like this, you know, and I was, immediately that thing came back to me that I just learned about power pose. And then immediately I did this and I realized that there was this confidence that came in and the conversation became a lot different. So 55%, you know, accounts for body language. Your facial expression matters. Your gesticulation matters a lot in your communication. Three elements of communication. Oh, jeez. Okay. So effective communication, the two-way channel. That is the basis of our, you know, teaching today. Two-way communication is the process of sharing messages back and forth between two parties. In other words, this is a conversation where both the sender and the receiver invite and offer feedback. Feedback is important in two-way communication channel. But that is the only way you know that you have sent a message the right way. The type of communication where the two sides are involved in the transfer of a messaging is called two-way communication. It is also called internal, interpersonal communication, in-person and over-the-phone conversation. If you see the image here, there is a message going you know, from the person sending the message to the receiver. And what happens, the receiver sends a response back, that is the feedback, to the sender, the sender gets the message back to you know, and then it continues in that circle. That's what we, we call the two-way 
channel. If written down, the two-way transmission takes place when the receiver gets the message and sends feedback. Most importantly, two-way communication is never a monologue. It's never a situation where one person is talking to him or herself. It's a situation where a message is being sent to someone and then feedback is sent back you know, to that person. Now we're going to be seeing how important this is you know, to our organizations. You know, I think Adban and Harvest and we are doing so well to communicate with our employees because you know, this training is going to be talking more about you know, the uh, employee-employer relationship. You know, so again, the message to the receiver, the receiver gets sent a response you know, in form of a feedback back to the sender and then it goes in that cycle. That's what you call a two-way channel you know, of communication. It prioritizes feedback. Even, you know, I mean, as a customer care of an organization, you must always ensure to get feedback of your clients. You know, in the organization, employers must always get the feedback of what employee in relationship, marital relationship. Husband must always get the feedback, you know, of the wife. In, in government institutions, the government, the rulers, must always try to get feedback, you know, from the people they are ruling. All right, so there are two types of two-way communication. The first one is the horizontal two-way communication, and that's the communication between employees of the same rank, horizontal. You know, so employee-employee relationship is horizontal. But when it comes to employee-employer relationship, we call it the vertical, you know, two-way communication. All right, so there are forms of two-way communication. And the first one is the face-to-face -face communication. You know, this helps to fix a problem, develop an opportunity in an instant, and fix more efficiently or build long-term relationships. Face-to-face -face is the best, actually, because when you see, you know, someone face-to-face, -face, you can easily address problems. I, and I know a couple of situations back, you know, in 2020, 2021, that myself and the CEO you know, I would, I would share with him how I'm having issues with some clients and he would say, let's do a video call. You know, he prioritizes video call a lot because he knows that through the video call, you can see the person's, you know, you can understand the person's body, um, what do I call it now, body expression. expression. And through the body expression, you can really get to know if the person understands what is going on or not. So face-to-face -face communication helps to build you know, relationship faster is a, is a kind of a two-way channel of communication. The next one is over the phone conversations. You know, just like I said, customer care relationship, you know, over the phone is a two-way, you know, kind of communication. Even our relationship with God is a two-way channel. A lot of people just talk to God. They don't, you know, expect response. And that is very wrong. You should always expect, you know, or, you know, look out for feedback. Also, we have instant messaging you know our phones as well you know our messages we can send our social media platforms on facebook you know we can do a lot of messaging via that and computer networks in companies we have wi-fi you know where you know internet where people can easily get to send messages back and forth so how do we encourage two-way communication in the workplace number one is that adoption of the right communication channel you know for a good number of us in the tech world you will see that one way of communication they really use is a slack slack method you know you know and it doesn't work for everybody you know you have to understand what works for your organization you know i think at bond here we use you know whatsapp messaging a whole lot and that's because we know it works for us so every organization must you know see the communication channel that works you know for them also you must ensure you create a culture of employee 
feedback. A lot of organizations lose great people because of this problem. There must always be a culture of feedback from employees. Employer must always find ways to get responses of you know, how things are going in the organization, the welfare, you know, we'll get to talk about that even as we, as we move on. Also, they must, uh, we must be showing empathy and transparency. And I want to say that, you know, here at Adbond, we do this a whole lot as well. You know, and that's why we have uh, quarterly reports where we share, you know, our reports with our team members because we want to be transparent. We, 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 we are empathetic with, with what goes on around you know, the employees as well. And that is what should be the culture of you know, every organization. Also, it is not enough to get feedback. You must always act on the feedback. All right, that is another important thing to encourage two-way communication channel. So if an employee gives a feedback, the company or the organization must do well to look at what is wrong, you know, and see what is right about it and make it work. These are the ways to encourage two-way communication in the workplace. So what's the importance of two-way communication? It brings about greater mutual understanding. If you see a place where feedback thrives, there is always this mutual understanding, you know, that is available in such environment. And what it does to the employees is that it increases job satisfaction and what? Productivity. Because they understand that in the organization, the, the words, our words, or the employees' words, the employees' thoughts matter, you know, you know, to the management. It fosters collaboration and team alignment. In an environment where feedback, you know, is allowed, what happens there is that, you know, there is more collaboration and team alignment in such an environment. Also, it helps in building a, a democratic culture. You know, in a place, you know, in an organization or even in a, in a government cycle, where people know that what they say matter to, you know, to the leaders, what happens is that people, you know, get to feel a lot more confident about what they say, you know, and it helps that democratic culture in that environment. It also defeats ambiguity and improves trust among employees. Most times we send information, you know, from employers send information to employees that they don't get to understand. The only way they will get to know that the employees don't understand is to what? Is to get feedback, all right? And so when they do that, it helps to defeat ambiguity. That is, sometimes you can send an information and it might mean two, three, four things to people. All right. So, but when feedback is expected or and feedback is worked on, it helps to defeat ambiguity. And what it helps in that environment is that it helps to build trust among the employees. Conclusion, you know, two-way communication ensures that communication flows in all directions across organization. This channel maximizes collaboration and idea sharing. It also promotes innovation and it boosts trust in leadership. The two-way channel of communication can go a long way to improve communication in our workplaces. And I would recommend the following two-way communication channels to be adopted you know, in organizations. The first one is interactive employee newsletters. So there's something we call newsletters that you know, companies should always share. It could be you know, once in a month, it could be you know, bi-monthly, twice in a month, you know, just to get the feedback of employees about the running of the organization. All right. Another one is employee surveys and interactive questionnaires. There should always be questionnaires, you know, about ideas that are that are about to come up in organization. You know, so if the management of a company is thinking of bringing up something up, they can easily share questionnaires, you know, with the employees, so the employees also can give feedback about what is to come up. That way, the employees feel like they are part of the system, you know, and they would always 
feel free to share you know, their ideas. Also, there's something they call virtual town halls. I think we do a bit of that here at Adbonda Vestanums as well, where we get to have um, our workspace uh, monthly meeting and then we go virtual. You know, virtual town halls, like in the school I be, uh, that, that I am right now, there, there's usually one, a virtual town hall once in a month where the leaders, I mean the owners of the institution, they come to talk to us and then we share ideas, you know, together. We also talk about, you know, problems, you know. That way, you know, it fosters, you know, team unity and collaboration. Also, employee wellness check-ins, you know. You need to know how employees are doing, you know, and you want to ensure you send, you know, a, a kind of a letter, you know, to employees as well to understand what they are going through from time to time. Organizations have to do this because, you know, the employees are part of the people making the organizations to thrive. So at every time T, the employers must at least do well to know what is going on, you know, with every employee. And this can be done through employee wellness checking. And the last one here is employee net promoter score. And this measures the engagement of people in the environment. You know, not every employee is active. You know, through this you can know. And also, this is measured by the ability of an employee to recommend that company to another person. You know, there are people working in places and they will never tell anybody to come and work there because they tell you that, oh, in that place, nothing works there. But this employee net promoter score also is a way to test if every employee in the organization can recommend that organization to another person. So most times it's on a one to 10 scale or zero to 10 scale. So between zero to six, they are the detractors. Those are the people that will not recommend the organization to anybody. You know, between seven to eight, they are the people that are passive. You know, they will neither recommend or not recommend. They are sitting on the fence. Why nine and ten are people, you know, that would recommend the organization to other person? Through that, you know how, because if, if you're doing well as an employee, you would always want people to come to work, you know, in your organization as well. So this also helps, you know, to know how your employees are doing in organizations. So I would uh, want to recommend all of this, you know, for organizations to be able to get feedback from their employees from time to time. And like I made mention, you know, the two-way communication channel prioritizes feedback. You want to understand that what you are sending out is being understood. And at the same time, when you get the feedback, you want to act on the feedback, you know, so that, you know, there is team collaboration, there is team unity, and then you can achieve success in whatever you are doing. And so with this, we've come to the end of the training on effective communication, the two-way channel. Should you have comments, suggestions, or you have something you want to say about this training today, you can drop it in our comment section, you know, below. And for you to have access to great trainings from us like this, please do well to subscribe to our channel. Be great. Thank you.